Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode. Today's episode, as it has been quite a lot lately, is a response to a bunch of questions that you guys had asked in my Instagram stories. So I think it was a question like, you know, what are you struggling with lately? And out of the X amount of answers or questions, um, three had a common theme of to do with eating out at restaurants, going out to social events. So here I am making an episode about it. We're going to go into depth on how to navigate going out to restaurants. Um, And a trigger warning also for anyone who does want to hear about weight loss, there is going to be talk about that because two of the three questions were to do with how do I, you know, focus on my weight loss journey, but still get to go out to restaurants and like enjoy that and not feel stressed. So we will talk about that in here. So first of all, before I go into sort of giving you tips and tools to navigate this situation with ease and no stress, first of all, just want to kind of set the scene that this is totally something that I completely relate to back, you know, as you guys know, I struggled for 10 years with food and trying to lose weight all the time, kind of failing at it a lot of the time. I certainly found eating out a really tough one to deal with. I remember, you know, there were times when I would literally have like a shake, a smoothie or something for my dinner and then go out to the restaurant with my family and sit and just watch them eat because it just wasn't part of my plan. Like I just couldn't do it. Too many calories. And I would feel so jealous watching them. I'd feel this sense of tension in my body, just like, ugh, I really, really want it, but I can't. Oftentimes I would make sure that if I did go out to eat, I was really in control of where we went. Like I was the one choosing. And most of the time that meant I would bring us to like, you know, really healthy restaurants, green restaurants, vegan, veggie, which like nothing against those types of restaurants. But it was like, I was only going to those because I felt a little bit more of a sense of this control, assuming like, you know, they were probably lower calories and fit into my diet plan a little bit more. And even times that I did go out to restaurants, just kind of like normal restaurants. And, you know, even if I did order the thing I wanted on the menu, which, you know, a lot of time I wouldn't, I still would just choose something like a side salad or just something totally unsatisfying as an actual meal. When I did actually let myself order the thing I wanted, I would still feel stress around it, guilt, feeling like it was totally ruining my weight loss progress, all that hard work down the drain. Hang on a second. Milo is pushing up against me while she's digging into the couch right now. (laughs) Hang on a second. That's my dog, by the way, if you don't know who Milo is. Yeah, so basically, I just wouldn't let myself enjoy food, even if I ordered it at a normal restaurant. And even on top of that, there were so many times where I'd go out, have dinner with a friend, we'd be having great conversation, like great night on paper, you know, surely I should be enjoying this kind of night. And I'd still get, I'd be rushing home. I'd get home and binge after eating all that restaurant food. And I think it was because there was just so much mental restriction 
of like, oh my God, I can't have this and I shouldn't be having this. And this, as I mentioned earlier, this physical tension in my body that I just felt the only way to release was to binge once I got home. Like finally, without the judgment of others, without these limitations of the size of the meal portion that they give you, finally I have no limits and I can just binge on this limitless, like endless quantity of whatever it was, cookie dough or Nutella. And then there were, you know, the other kind of circumstances where, you know, no one else is ordering dessert, but I really wanted dessert. But then I felt bad because I was, what are they going to think of me being the only one eating dessert? Oh my God, I shouldn't. Just so much stress and guilt and worrying. And, oh, and, and another thing is I remember being also so jealous of most of the people in my life who had just really healthy food relationships they just order the thing they wanted move on with their day you know sometimes the thing they ordered was what you kind of call healthy sometimes it was unhealthy and they just enjoyed it they moved on they didn't overthink they weren't consciously like oh my god how can I undo this what am I going to do about all these calories so if you can relate at all to any of those circumstances any of those feelings I just went through definitely stick around going to talk through some common pain points regarding eating at restaurants when you're struggling with food relationship or when you're trying to lose. So let's start off with this. Um, This is actually the exact words of someone who wrote in in response to my Instagram story. And they said they really struggle with avoiding restaurants when you're on a really good weight loss streak. So this was just me to a T as well. I would want to eat out, but also not (laughs) because calories, lack of control, ruining progress. It was just like, push and pull like I really want it but I really don't want it and I think going down this route too far leads into disordered territory it's dangerous territory we don't want to be in it can lead to you know excessive food control excessive stress and guilt around food anxiety and we don't want that and we don't need to go there either if you're on a weight loss journey here are some of my takes some of my views perspectives that that have helped past clients already lose weight and still actually get to eat out like still enjoy that part of their life and by the way this is all taught and obviously so much more in sfl that's my course where i teach you how to lose weight in a gentle sustainable way doesn't mess up your life doesn't take over doesn't lead you back into or for the first time into disordered eating it's just weight loss made easy and sustainable so one of the things I would really look at is, okay, you want to eat out at restaurants, but you also want to lose weight. This is my perspective that I teach in SFL. It's we are doing things differently this time. What we're not going to do is hold your entire life, press pause on everything just to lose weight. Weight loss is not the center of your universe. There's so many other things going on in your life. We're not going to become obsessed. Yes, you may want to lose some weight, but it's not going to take over your life. This is a new leaf, a new approach to weight loss, where there is no rush, no deadlines. We're going to recognize that weight loss is not linear. There's going to be times where your weight's actually going to go up, even though you were trying to lose weight. It's going to plateau at times. Other times, of course, it's going to go down. So... Yeah, maybe if there's a week or two where you're eating out a lot, maybe it's, I don't know, holiday season and everyone's eating out, having Christmas parties or something. Yeah, you know what? You may not lose weight. And that's okay, though, because we're not on this 
mission to just quickly lose all the weight just so we can hurry up and get there so then finally then we can start eating at restaurants again and something we really focus on in SFL is making sure that your weight loss strategy isn't even that difficult it's not taxing so because it's not taxing and difficult eating out at a restaurant won't feel like you've wasted progress because it wasn't like you like put so much effort you've You've given up, you've sacrificed so many things in your life to lose weight. You've overhauled your entire life. Like, no, that's not what we're doing. We're, we're Ideally, your strategy consists of some small, healthy tweaks and changes in your lifestyle. So even if you were to gain weight because of eating out frequently for a period of time, at the end of the day, what's happened? All that's happened is you've made a few tiny tweaks, probably that have actually made your life healthier anyway, and... Yeah, you gained a bit of weight, but that's fine because those tweaks, it wasn't like so much effort that it feels like a waste. It wasn't a waste anyway because, as I said, hopefully those tweaks are quite healthy. That's what we focus on in SFL as well. Like, if anything, yeah, you gained a bit of weight. That's fine. You've also been doing some things that have been healthy, so that's great. Another perspective that we focus on in SFL is we never want to press pause on life entirely when losing weight. Actually, one of the very first things we do in SFL is we start off by looking at your non-negotiables while losing weight. What are you completely unwilling to sacrifice on this weight loss journey? Maybe one thing for you is enjoying restaurant food. Another might be, you know, you refuse to cut out chocolate or desserts entirely. So the key is we want to make sure, okay, how can you ensure you respect those non-negotiables? You respect those boundaries that you set up for yourself within reason. So obviously we want to respect these boundaries because it's things that you don't want to give up on. You you still want to be, for you, this is what kind of like enjoying and living life means. So for you, if you really do enjoy going out to restaurants and that whole experience, enjoying different cuisines, whatever it is, and you don't want to give that up, that's totally fine. And we're going to respect that. We're not going to become a completely different person, change your entire life just to lose weight. One, it sucks. But two, it probably won't even work out because creating that much change just usually isn't sustainable and it's really hard to do. So how can we respect these non-negotiables within reason? What I mean by within reason is, for example, yes, one of your non-negotiables is I don't want to cut out desserts entirely, but also sensibly, you know, you recognize that it would be really hard to lose weight and be healthy while snacking on, let's say, chocolate constantly. Or regarding restaurants, it may be that you decide, okay, non-negotiable is I still want to go to restaurants, still want to go for drinks with friends, whatever it is, but you decide that during your weight loss journey, you're going to dial it down a little bit. You're going to go, you know, instead of four times a week, you'll go one to two times weekly. Or it might be that you still go four times a week, but two of those times you go to places where more of the menu is kind of like healthier food, um, less like indulgent food that's super, super calorific. And maybe part of your non-negotiable as well is you promised yourself that when you do go to the restaurant, you're going to enjoy it. It's not going to be half-assed. So it's totally up to you what matters most to you and what you feel like is going to allow you to succeed at your weight loss journey. Some people might not care that much about going to restaurants. Some people might not care that much about, you know, they still want to go to the restaurants, but they don't mind choosing, you know, like all those restaurants are now kind of like healthy restaurants. It's all about designing the plan 
that fits with you, your personality, your lifestyle, your needs and desires. Now, another thing to focus on that we, again, of course, talk about in sustainable fat loss is we only want sustainable fat loss. Remember, we only want it to be sustainable, not unsustainable. There's no point in doing everything you can to have fat loss that's not sustainable. It's pointless. And part of making sure your fat loss is sustainable is having a sustainable mentality. We don't want you getting into a place where you're fearing restaurant food, where you're even fearing to go to restaurants after you've lost the weight because now you're scared it's going to make you regain the weight or, you know, scared of restaurant food during your journey. Let's face it, if you're growing terrified of restaurant food, it does not feel very sustainable to me. Eventually, you know, you probably spiral and get to a point where you just see all restaurant food as too many calories. You'll skip going out. You'll feel out of control when you do eat there. You'll feel stressed, guilty. So if you're starting to see yourself going down that path, I recommend pressing pause on weight loss. Stop. This is something I talk about in SFL a lot. It's doing these self-check-ins to make sure that we are still in the driver's seat. We still feel like we're the one driving, not your urgent desire to lose weight, not the diet, not the weight loss. It's you. Like You're the one feeling totally chill, calm, and clear throughout this journey. So if you're not, if you feel like you're going down that route of feeling stressed about going to restaurants, let's press pause. Let's regroup. Again, remember, there's no rush, so it's okay if we press pause. There's no deadlines. We're going to regroup and get back to a place where you feel chill with going out to restaurants. Figure out your game plan for how you can fit restaurant eating into your fat loss journey and be okay with it. And some tips to kind of get you started are, you know, an obvious one. Don't go to restaurants feeling hangry even if it means having a tiny nibble before it just makes it so much easier to make more aligned decisions if you're not like absolutely starving going there another is if you know during your fat loss journey to just make restaurant days a maintenance day that if you are looking for a calorie deficit that it's not a restaurant day of course it could be totally feasible and possible but just to like take off that pressure or any stress just make that a maintenance day because again, remember, we're not in a rush to lose weight. So one maintenance day here and there, totally fine. And this is explained, by the way, maintenance days and diet breaks in a lot more detail in SFL. It's one of the most important parts of that whole course and like the whole approach to fat loss that makes it actually work and makes it so much easier. Another tip for having a game plan to make restaurant eating just easier is don't be restricting so much that going to a restaurant feels like oh my god I can finally have all these fun foods like look at all this stuff on the menu it's delicious I can't wait if eating out feels like that that's a sign that you need to readjust your non-restaurant foods can you allow more satisfying foods more delicious foods more varied foods whatever it is so that going to restaurants doesn't feel like this tempting high. I'm gonna pause right there for a minute to share something with you. So if you've been listening so far and feel like you're ready to start your recovery journey with me, I've got the perfect springboard. That is my free masterclass, why you're still binge eating and how to stop. 
It's a 35-minute free video masterclass where I'll walk through all of the reasons you might still be binging. Then I'll give you three actionable steps to stop binge eating. So if you're looking for actual results in your life, want to never binge again, trust me, I know the feeling. I was stuck for 10 years doing that. Then head to the show notes to get instant access today. I'll also gift you something for joining me at the masterclass, but I'll leave that surprise for you to find out for yourself. Life is just so damn short and it's not worth feeling so miserable, unhappy, unhealthy with binging taking over. So watch the masterclass today to start your new life. Okay, let's get back into the show. Also, another thing to really remember is going out to eat. Most of the time, of course, they're like super like indulgent things you can eat at a restaurant, but most, almost all the time, eating out won't ever be that much extra calories than what you just would have eaten in a normal meal. Things will always balance out. Likely, you know, and this is for those who are doing the kind of approach to fat loss like SFL, where it's just like super gentle and we're not doing anything extreme or crazy. Most likely, if you have this huge meal at dinner, this three or four course meal, most likely in the morning, you probably won't be as hungry for the same size breakfast. And it might even be just like a subconscious difference or all that extra fuel that you took in from that delicious meal that you got to enjoy, probably subconsciously the next day, you might even move more, not even just intentional exercise, but NEAT, N-E-A-T, which again is a type of calorie usage that we talk about in SFL. So honestly, my favorite motto with all things, I think just in general life, but it really fits very well with weight loss and food, any food stress you might have, things will always, always balance out. Okay, now moving on to a, I guess it's kind of very similar to the concern that I just talked about, which was um, avoiding restaurants when you're on a really good weight loss streak. Another person wrote in when I asked what people are struggling with, and they said, skipping restaurants because you can't resist the junk the tempting junk food so let's go into this a little bit as well obviously it's pretty similar to the previous one but i've got a few extra things to add so this was actually the exact wording of um the person who wrote in i'll read it again skipping restaurants because you can't resist the tempting junk food now let's just start by looking at the wording those words resist tempting junk food Obviously, I know like everyone has their own connotations with words, but to me, this indicates that there's probably a bit too much restriction going on, primarily mental restriction. So if we're getting just focusing on food freedom, so we're not talking about weight loss right now, if we're talking about food freedom, you get to a point where, you know, hopefully very few foods elicit such a response where you're like, oh my God, this is irresistible. It's so tempting. You know, we want to get to a place, food is just food. Yes, some foods are yummier than others to you. Some, your body might physically actually crave more. But overall, we want to be at a place where we mostly feel just in balance and we're not so controlled by food. So that's the focus of food freedom. And if you want help with that, you guys know my best-selling signature course, 30-Day Reboot, in the show notes. That's what that is all about. We're going to get you to the point where you're not seeing foods as like irresistible, tempting, junk food. That's that. Now, if you're trying to lose weight and you're feeling like skipping restaurants because you can't resist the tempting junk food, 
Obviously, I understand that you might be dialing back on certain foods or the amount of food they're eating um, to lose weight. Note, though, that you know you don't have to be doing that to lose weight always, even just simple tweaks, as simple as you know getting enough good quality sleep can massively affect your weight loss journey over time. But anyway, if you are dialing down some foods or the amount of foods, we really want to make sure it's not by that much that you start getting into this mindset of like forbidden foods, tempting, can't resist, can't control myself. We want to make sure that you can still go to restaurants and enjoy what you order. And it's important to note that for anyone who's not on SFL right now, but is thinking about it, if you do, because I obviously give various strategies and tips and tricks to lose weight, um, and you get to like pick and choose and design your your strategy that's going to work for you and fits your personality and all that. But if you do choose the calorie deficit route and look at looking at actual calories that you eat in a day, I just want to like reassure you that it's one of the main tenets of this course is we're not doing anything extreme. We're doing the opposite of what we've done in the past, which hasn't worked, which has led to rebounding weight. We can't maintain it. It's unsustainable. We're doing the opposite. We're going slow and gentle. So the calorie deficits that we talk about in the course are never that big that we want to get to a place where we're like feeling so restricted and deprived. So hopefully we're not getting to a place like this where you feel like you just can't resist the restaurant food. But anyway, if you are starting to feel that way, some other tips um, to be able to actually go and enjoy what you order are remembering that weight loss is short term. Anyone who's on SFL right now, you guys know you've got those maintenance weeks, those diet breaks. Um, for anyone not on SFL, that's something we talk about in the course. And it's, as I've mentioned a few times already in this episode, it's one of my favorite tricks to weight loss. It's actually just game changing and I can't believe more people don't know about it. But basically in the course, you're never doing any more than like four weeks of trying to lose weight at a time. You're always taking like these like breaks, these long breaks in between just so your body, your metabolism doesn't adapt too much to like lower amounts of energy and hinder your weight loss. So knowing that it's like, okay, this is always short term. So if say one of my non-negotiables is I still want to go to restaurants, I still want to enjoy the food, but I'm going to dial it back. I'll go once or twice a week instead of four times. Then it's also just having that reminder. Okay, this is also short term. I'm going to get to a point where I you know, I'm back in maintenance and I can increase that again. So just knowing that can obviously make it psychologically easier to make changes. Another thing to point out is if you do want some of that quote unquote junk food, okay, that's fine. How can we factor it in? How can we make it work for you? Maybe it's once a week instead of many times a week. Maybe you share it with someone when you go, just decrease the quantity Maybe you remind yourself that actually there's no rush to lose weight. We're not desperate for this. So we don't need to be going super fast and worrying about losing progress, going backwards. We're actually looking at a long-term trend instead of these like one-off moments where it's like, oh my God, I've ruined all my progress because I ate like a fried chicken burger right now. It's like, no, we're looking at this long-term trend and long-term changes in our lifestyle. Lastly, remember that this one is actually, it seems so stupid and simple, but I think we just really forget it sometimes. And it's 
remember that, you know, okay, you went to the restaurant for dinner, you were still gonna eat a meal at dinner. But now you just ate it at the restaurant. And it's not like, I think sometimes we think that, oh my god, that entire meal we just ate, we've got to like undo it and make up for it with our calories. But no, it's just if it was excess, there's probably just like a little bit excess. And it's probably not as big a deal as you made out to be in your mind. Okay, last query that came in regarding social events, restaurants, was someone said they really struggle with skipping social events altogether because of anxiety. So sadly, the anxiety around going to social events and restaurants, it can really become so much that you withdraw entirely. And I saw this amazing TikTok on this a few weeks ago. I can't remember who it was. I'm going to try to explain it. Basically, they, I think it was a therapist who was explaining that you have like an image of a rainbow, eight different colors or whatever it is, and anxiety and that sense of control that you um, exert to kind of deal with anxiety convinces you that it's there to keep you safe. So like we, if we just don't go to this social event, nothing bad can happen. No one's going to judge us. We won't feel bad about anything. We won't feel any difficult emotions. So it tells you this, like, okay, let's just, let's just not go to social events. But once you isolate, it makes the joy, the potential joy and beauty that you experience in life smaller. So in that TikTok, they like took away the red part of the rainbow. So the rainbow got like one color less, it got a little, little bit more dull. So that anxiety that leads you to like control and withdrawal, it makes your world smaller and smaller over time. Like the next thing will be like, oh, well, um, also like going shopping and trying on outfits, looking in the mirror. It also makes me feel triggered and stuff. So I'm just also gonna, not going to do that anymore. And then it takes away the orange part of the rainbow and eventually the rainbow is gone and like life is so small and closed that it's just like, what's the point of trying to feel safe when you, you like, there's no room anymore to actually enjoy life while you have, yes, taken away some of those uncomfortable situations. You've also taken away the potential for the true comfort and like joy and beauty. And also it, having less opportunities to face discomfort hinders you from learning how to grow more resilient from it. Like that's such a skill in life. It's yes, it's great if we can like do the inner work to um, calm ourselves, calm our nervous system, which I will talk about in a second, calm our nervous system, you know, in those moments, that's great. But another amazing skill is being able to just even tolerate um, discomfort, uncomfortable emotions. And in in doing that, growing more resilient every time. So going back to the nervous system regulation, this is like a great first step to take, is learning how to regulate your nervous system, using the power of your body to help calm your mind in stressful circumstances, circumstances that bring about anxiety and fear. And this is a lesson I go through in detail in the 30-day reboot. It's all about nervous system regulation, and it's often very overlooked in food and body relationship healing. So definitely check out the 30-day reboot for that. Of course, as I said, you know, there's going to be times where there's so much anxiety that even nervous system regulation doesn't help and you still feel uncomfortable. 
ideally we want to learn to be resilient to this. You know, life is not always going to be safe and easy and comfortable. We really must learn how to move through these feelings and tend to our needs as best we can. And so another key lesson in the 30 day reboot is emotional regulation, where we learn how to face head on challenging emotions and situations. So definitely recommend checking out the course if all of that, what I've been saying feels relevant for you. A few final things is if you've been skipping social events, mainly down to body image worries, whether you know, you're scared of what people think of you, you just don't like how you look, you don't want to be photographed, so you're going to hide away from the world. While in that moment, you know, it feels like the best solution, but really hiding away is the worst solution. It's you saying to yourself, I'm not worthy. I must be hidden from the world. I don't deserve joy or fun or connection. If you're in this spot, I really recommend looking at Body Love Academy to do that deep inner transformation of self-worth. It's vital that even if you don't enjoy how you look, that you can still treat yourself with the same kindness and respect that you would even if you did like your body. Like that's where I help you get to in Body Love Academy. It's not about saying like, oh my God, I think everything on me is so hot all the time. It's like maybe parts of me aren't what I think is hot. Maybe they are, who cares? But the fact is I, I'm still going to treat myself with kindness and respect all the time as much as I can. As I always say, you can't hate yourself into a version that you love. The journey just, it gets to be loving and kind. You know, like what do you deserve? You deserve to be seen, to go out, to have fun, to make friends, to make memories. You deserve all of that. So if you're struggling with, you know, like really hiding away from the world because of body image, check out Body Love Academy. And there we have it. Those are my tips on facing social events, restaurants, if you're struggling with food, body, weight loss, or just dealing with weight loss. And all my courses that I mentioned are in the show notes. So scroll down, click through, learn more about the 30 Day Reboot or SFL or Body Love Academy, whichever one feels most fitted for you with what you're facing right now. And a quick reminder for what those are. The 30 Day Reboot is great if you are struggling with food, stress, guilt, and you just want food to be easy and normal again, that's a 30-day reboot. It's also great if you are struggling binge eating, the whole binge diet cycle. Body Love Academy, kind of clear with the name. It's all about just getting to a place where you feel chill with your body. It's not ruining your mood. You know, one glance in the mirror at the wrong angle just ruins your mood. Um, it's about, yeah, getting to that place where you feel just worthy as you are within, as a person, regardless of your weight of how you look and you're able to treat yourself with kindness and respect and then SFL is for those who have probably done the work on their food relationship but now they're like uh I kind of do still want to lose a bit of weight and that's fine so if you do let's do it right let's do it so it's sustainable doesn't mess up your food relationship which is totally possible and that's what I teach in SFL as always you guys know I'm here to answer any questions or concerns that you have about my courses, about where you're at in your struggle, if you don't know which course is right for you right now, simply DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. Or if you're not on Instagram, email me freewithbreed at gmail.com. That's it for this episode. I hope it helped you guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time. And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. It really helps my podcast to grow and reach more women who are struggling as well when you rate and review. So if you got a spare minute, I would appreciate it so much if you could rate and review. 
And if you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life. Change someone's day, mood, or even their life. Be that person. I know I absolutely love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me she's thinking of me and she wants to help me elevate alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. I'm always open for feedback and let me know what you want me to speak about on the podcast because after all, this podcast is for you. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next time.